0: Okay, here we go.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the near solstice roargasm. Roar! A-
2: it is Roar! I, Uncle.
1: <laughs> 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 it is I, Uncle Ted, with Dino. Let's hear it. Roar! Lomas berobed beautifully.
0: A- Roar.
1: And we have a special guest tonight <laughs> coming in from the West Coast, the mustached master of the wonton, the king of the hot take. Fantetti, what is up? I'm about to give a long background introduction to you. Let's hear it. Real real quickly, I'm gonna give a roar, but
3: the roar I'm gonna be is the the lion, the the, the the lions football helmet at the silver dome. Whenever they scored, and the roar sounded something like,
0: "Ooh, interesting." (laughs)
4: Yeah, I felt that. that.
1: Did you hear the
4: bass? Did you hear that? Fantetti
1: said, "The roar I'm going to be, (laughs) not the roar I'm going to do, but the roar I'm gonna be, and that's why he's here tonight, (laughs) gentlemen." Do you guys mind if I open with the bio of Fantetti? Oh, go please, ahead. by all means. Because I, this be is, cu- I'm curious for myself. This is partially sourced from Wikipedia, but it's mostly total apocrypha. Here we go. <laughs> Fantetti was born at 2:47 p.m. on October 28, 1972, in Pontiac, Michigan. To be more precise, he was born during the third quarter of the Lions Giants game in between seats 19 and 20 of section 237 of the Pontiac Silverdome. One week later, his brist took place as the halftime entertainment of the Lions-Vikings game, when then-head coach Manny Clark served as the sandak, or godfather. Subsequent blood tests confirmed that Clark was the biological father as well. This confluence of events, along with some lesser-known bylaws of the Pontiac City Charter, allowed Fanteni to be raised by the janitor's union at the Silverdome. His wet nurse was one Ashley Fitzsimmons, widely recognized as the baton twirler who twirled two batons during commercial breaks at Lions home games from 1977 to 1986. Do you guys remember that? The baton tour, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, they couldn't oh, afford
3: yeah. they either couldn't afford cheerleaders or didn't have cheerleaders, but they would get uh like so they would source some local high school baton yeah. So what
1: so one of them was your wet nurse, Ashley Fitzsimmons. I, I continue. continue. Can I add one detail?
0: Yeah. I believe according to a source that I've checked, that immediately upon birth, Fantetti was swaddled in an Al Bubba Baker worn
1: game jersey. Uh, I think it was actually a jock strap, or maybe that was
4: the cap that that it, Fantetti wore on his different head. Different
0: interpretations of the of there
4: the is there pattern. is yeah, also yeah. there is also legend that um, little Roraholics were being thrown into the Pontiac River at the time, mm. and Fantetti floated down it in an Al Bubba Baker jersey. <laughs>
3: you you beat me to it.
4: I was going to say that instead of
3: like putting me in a basket and floating me down the denial, uh, the, the Nile. I think it was the Rouge River.
1: Could have yeah. been Pontiac.
3: I'm thinking Rouge. All right,
1: I continue. Fantetti yes. was homeschooled by the staff of the concession stand near the east gate of Silverdome's Level One, where, according to some, he first learned the skills that would later make him a West Coast gastropub legend. As a young adult, Fantetti sang backup on the near hit. Wayne Fonson Super Superdome Dream, which reached 17 on the billboard's NFL chart. After witnessing every Lions home game from 1972 to 1995, Fantetti defected to the Portland area, his moving expenses underwritten by a consortium of Human Rights Watch and Amnesty International funders. Fantetti was treated at the Oregon Center for Sports Abuse on an alternating inpatient outpatient basis for six years until he was diagnosed as, and this is a technical term, fucking hopeless and allowed to watch <laughs> Lions games again. He has not missed a Lions game since week 11 of the 2002 season. Fantetti won ESPN's inaugural Hot Take of the Year contest in 2011 when he claimed, quote, in all seriousness, that the greatest Packers QB of the last 50 years was Dan Magikowski. He hacked his phone so that the letter Q in texting simply writes out shit can. He was from 2019 to 2022, president of the fuck Dwayne Wasey club. He now fills the same position on the similarly named club for the current, as Pistons head coach, Monty Williams. When not texting messages of pure despair regarding the Detroit sports scene, Fantetti runs Fantetti's Bar & Grill, whose celebrated pesto wontons have been eaten by Barack Obama and Peyton Manning. They were <laughs> refused, however, to Matt Patricia during his visit to the Rose City, as Patricia is to quote Fantetti, an irredeemable clown in a one-man walking dumpster fire. That's oh, uh, the that's the that's uh Fantetti's bio right there. That's all true. You wait, wait, hold on. I,
3: I just because I, I, I spaced out. Matt, Patricia said that about Fantetti? or No, no, no. no. You said that
1: about Patricia, why you wouldn't serve him any pesto wontons.
2: Fuck.
1: voted, Voted Northwest America's appetizer of the year four years running.
0: I'll just, I have one more sort of footnote to add that the material record regarding Fantetti is fascinating. And one of the most captivating and frankly moving photos is of a young Fantetti Age potentially six, uh, in some sort of school photo setting, wearing a lion's sweater, not a jersey, mind you, but a sweater with a lion sort of embroidered onto it. And the look on Fantetti's face, if you've ever seen Edvard Munch's The Scream, <laughs> it's in the ballpark.
4: Well, just to piggyback off that, we all know that in the late in the 80s and 90s, there was a rash of um, crack babies that were born Strange. in in the proud city of Detroit and other uh, metropolitan areas, and Fantetti was one of the original Roar babies. Um, he was born already a a Roar addict right from birth, and, and he that's got it in utero. utero. In utero, that's, he that's a tough a way to grow friend. up. I mean, the sweater, the picture with the sweater is evidence. You're behind the eight ball right out of <laughs> and, the womb.
3: And even though when I was born, I, I I was swaddled in an Al Bubba Baker jersey, the very first uh, Lions jersey I, I ever owned was uh, Gary Danielson. And I was Fuck. with my mom, and we were at uh, Hudson's at 12 Oaks Mall. Mm. And I just, oh, my God, probably 1980, 1981 – and I, I wanted a, a Gary Danielson jersey. So uh so that was like so beyond just Al Bubba Baker, yeah, my foray into the Lions was a, a sweater and a Gary Danielson jersey.
4: Do you wow. re- have any memory? Because the jersey makes sense, but do you have any memory of how you ended up in a lions like embroidered sweater? It wasn't
3: I, I don't I, I'll be honest with you because I have a pre- I, as you know, I've got a pretty good memory like I can get lost in the weeds in fact detail specifics. I, I have zero recollection of that sweater. I mean obviously I wore it yeah. I've got the photograph proof to back oh, it up. Yeah. but oh yeah, zero recollection. okay none was well, so, it start though, and, and sharing my mom has a you know a good eye for fashion. And it right. did look fashionable on me, although obviously in the photograph, I, the the look of sadness is apparent. Well, we might have based to,
0: on that. Based on that photo, Fantetti was voted sexiest boy of the year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we
1: yeah. might have yeah. to get some. What rights orga- clearance. <laughs> what, what organization voted that? <laughs> we don't have.
0: We don't want We to might
1: that. have to get some rights clearance. But I I kind of think if we ever rebrand the pod again, that that's the image. Yeah, for for sure. the it sort of and sums you, it all up <laughs> and you have yep. my
3: permission but if there's any kickbacks I'd like a percentage of the take
0: we'll talk about it
1: it was very uh, oh man. Word. Uh, this oh, is shit. fans you don't you yeah. don't even want to know Fantetti is double oh, dipping wow. right now yeah. he's recording and watching the Pistons plummet they're only down by 10 near the end of the third quarter but they're yep. uh, oh, wow they're working on loss number 24 Four? in a row in a row 24 in a row 24
4: wow. wow wow i think they've got this wrapped up really mm-hmm. i don't i think they got they the hawks got right where they it really want it is em.
0: quite a feat that is not easy to do just given no. the head of talent in the nba like well here's the
3: thing and i, and I don't want to go i don't want to go off on a tangent here i know the, the focus we're going to focus on the lions but i honestly think that um that monty williams has has lost the locker room and the the pistons will continue to lose in an, in an effort to ru- to run him out of town but i i'm convinced that there's there's some sabotage going on here like he, they want him out and if, if that means they finish the season 2 and 80 so be it but that's that's just my personal feeling he's lost he him
0: regretting but, his choice right now to become a oh pistons coach he probably wants out too Well I the amazing
2: to, I,
1: the amazing thing is I sent around in the text yesterday, who's winning more games this season, the Lions or the Pistons? Yeah. And it seems pretty likely it's the Lions. And that is, I'm going to guess, has never, ever happened before. <laughs> I wonder if it's ever happened in any city that has a football team and a basketball team. I mean, the only possibilities is like in one Billy. of the process Billy. years. They if won, they lost, they won the nine Eagles, games at total.
4: The Eagles would have had to got to the Broncos, digits. and there was that year the Nuggets also lost a lot.
1: yeah, mm. I don't think the
4: Nuggets were under
1: fifteen wins. Do you think they were? I think they were one year. And Billy oh, was wow. Billy was
0: nine and sixty nine and whatever, like sixty it's possible so, and so what? it's possible that that year the the Eagles uh Had more wins, the Eagles. Yeah. What's the math on this? Like, if you if if you stretch this out
3: over eighty two games with five and seventy seven, is that is that the math on this?
1: It's around five or six wins. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, it would be amazing if they shatter the loss record. Yeah, because that's a shattering of the loss. Oh, which is that Philly team, right?
3: Finish with five wins, and we're going to wind up with the fifth or sixth
1: fantetti your sound is abysmal right abysmal now right now can you hear me no uh oh, fantetti. Oh, fantetti what are you getting what are you getting lomas lomas is behind the console what are we getting let's see
0: what's what's going on okay you're back oh you're back. he's coming in clear
1: okay what
3: happens is my 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 pinky has a tendency from time to time to just slide over the microphone and uh or and so i'll i'll be mindful of my uh Gesticulation throughout the, the, the remainder of the podcast. Oh, yeah. oh, uh-huh.
4: I also I want to mention just because it came up that in 1998 the Denver Broncos finished 14 and two, and the Nuggets finished 11 and 71. Oh they wow! Actually had, yeah. They beat the, the win total. They beat the win total by three. Great real time research. Wow! Dina. Yeah, you went right to
1: it. Oh yeah, I did. Wow, well, I you get, that.
3: is that where you getting your uh, your intel? Is that
4: Elias Sports Bureau? I actually just looked. At, I, I went to two different sources. I just looked up. I, yeah, I, I remember, remember Sports Bureau. Demo- yeah, exactly, man. I, you know what? <laughs> that was just all lodged in my head. I just knew all that shit. I knew it cold. So Fantetti, what's interesting to, to me is that. This is the Lions' best season in quite a while. It looks like I don't want to count any chickens before they're hatched, but it looks like it's going to be our first division championship since 1993, right. when you were just a young fan, Teddy. And yet, you probably watch more Pistons than any of us. Is this sort of is there a masochism thing going on here with that? Uh, good question.
3: So I, um, I, I made a decision back in 2003, 2004, whenever Joey Harrington, um, was with the lions and starting as our quarterback. So May what was his that, memory
1: be a blessing. Yes. I, you were gonna say I, that. I assume he's alive and well, I, I I'm speaking of the memory of his quarterback tenure continue. Yeah. Um,
3: he, I know he opened a restaurant in downtown Portland a few years ago that went under. So I don't, I don't know where he is these days. Um, mm. But yeah, may his memory be a blessing. And um, so I made this decision back in two thousand three, two thousand four, and I had the direct TV, I had the satellite, I would watch all this shit, pay good money for a shit product, and then I, um, and then my my wife and I moved, and then I just made the decision at that time that I was not going to take direct TV with me. And what's funny is we moved in October. So I just bought the entire season of the NFL. So I, when I called and I canceled, they're like, well, you, you're paying for the entire season. And I said, that's fucking fine. Consider this a payoff. I want you guys and the Lions out of my life forever. So this is going somewhere. I swear I'm going to get to answer your question. No, you're, you're so, already there, man. So so and So from that point forward, I'm like, the Lions have to meet me halfway. I'm not gonna be the schmuck that gets direct TV. I'm not gonna be the schmuck who goes to a sports bar and watch the Lions lose while everyone around me is celebrating how sweet their teams are. And so, um, so and and so the thing is, so my whole my attitude was they have to meet me halfway, they have to meet me halfway. Certainly this year, they have met me halfway. And I I have been able to watch a lot of games on TV because they're not they're they're nationally televised. I'm still not gonna to go to a bar yet. So when you ask me the question why the mm. Lions and not the Pistons is because we've talked about this before. I have nostalgia with the Pistons. I got '89, I got '90, and I've got 2004. And even though the the organization has been entirely transformed since Scorus bought it from uh, the team from uh, Bill Davidson, just that loyalty, that, you know, just that uh, I'm loyal and we have nostalgia. And so um and you're a fucking you know masochist. do I like continue. the Pistons more than the Lions? No. Do I like them more? No, I think I have a, a a mutual appreciation, but yeah, I mean I just I do watch more fucking Pistons than Lions for obvious reasons. This is going to change obviously if we continue to play the way we have been playing, which is you know tops in the NFC North. Did that answer your question? It
4: did. So you're just a fucking masochist, is what I got out of it, pretty much. <laughs> That's what. I, that was what yeah. <laughs> I gleaned from that little model. So that the tape, potato- uh, <laughs> yeah, guys. I want to. Yeah, I want to jump in. Just-
1: I want to jump in. We just had a delicious victory. Yeah, we and haven't I, even
4: discussed that yet. And God. I want
1: to hear. I want to hear a combo response, which is. Obviously, I want to hear about what the Saturday night experience was, but now that we've had 48 hours for that to settle in, we have that kind of mixed context of a glorious performance against the Broncos, but still in the background, there's the month that preceded it. And I'm interested in hearing either your thoughts about Saturday in particular and or where you're at right now in terms of the optimism pessimism meter mm-hmm. and, and how you're looking at the season as it's unfurling in front of us in all its bizarreness uh, on us on a weekend that really went our way everybody else in the nfc north lost the cowboys got shellacked on national television oh, yeah, that beautiful. was delicious yeah um So I don't know. I mean, Fantetti, we can start with you. You're the guest. Like, where where are you at with uh, managing your emotions with the lie downs? What are you thinking is going to happen? So I will say, look at what Dan
3: Campbell has done since he joined the organization. We went three and thirteen, three thirteen and one to nine and eight to now. Even if we lose the last three games, ten and seven. So we have progressed each year under Dan Campbell. There is a lot to be thankful for. And I'm and I appreciate that. I mean, obviously the team has progressed, and we may actually make the playoffs this year and win the NFC North division. So I don't want to sound ungrateful here. That's all but fantastic. There's a butt coming up. I can hear there's it. A I can fucking hear butt it. Coming. And I just have to I just have to learn to accept the fact that this team is probably not going to win. A playoff game. Mm. And it's like, and so, so despite the fact that we have a winning record, that's great. I've seen that before. And despite the fact that we're probably going to win the NFC North, I've seen that before too, albeit 30 fucking years ago. And I've also seen the Lions make the playoffs. So, I mean, it's like, but after 40 years uh, of watching this team, 43 plus years of watching this team, my, my, my wants are greater than that. I've seen a winning record. I've seen them make the playoffs. I've seen them win the, the the division title. I would like to see them win a playoff game. I don't think I'm asking for much. I'm not asking for them to appear in the NFC Championship. I'm not asking for them to win the Super Bowl. I'm not asking for them to, to, to appear in the Super Bowl. I just want a playoff win. I don't think that's going to happen. And the reason why I don't think this is going to happen is because this is a heavily flawed team. We wow. can't rely on our defense. We beat Denver because Denver has a shitty. Uh, we, we because Denver has a shitty offense. Newsflash: We're not going to face a team in the playoffs that has a, a, a shitty offense. So whatever success we had against Denver, we're, we're likely not going to see in the playoffs. We 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 and we cannot rely on our defense to win games again because we played Denver. They have a shitty offense. We have a serious quarterback problem. Uh-oh. Um. And we do, we do, and, I, and wow. it feels awkward saying this because Jared Goff is coming off his his probably QBR was probably one hundred and ninety. He threw for five touchdowns, no interceptions, but but it he it, levitated into the locker room after that. He game. doesn't. Here's the thing: you don't even have to sack him though. All you have to do is put pressure on him and force him out of the pocket. And once he's on the run, his inability to extend plays leads to turnovers. So I mean. All I'm saying is, like, we things have to be firing on all cylinders in order for the Lions to have any success in the playoffs, and that is giving Jared Goff protection, and the O-line has to be healthy, right? It has to be a perfect storm. But what? What? A. What's the likelihood of our O-line staying healthy? And B. Again, almost like the the offense scenario with the Denver Broncos, we're not going to be playing teams in the playoffs that have shitty defenses. Excluding, of course, present company, the Detroit Lions. So I think it's I think it's a flawed team. I, I'm I'm excited that they that they've won ten games, they're progression each year. They're probably gonna make the playoffs, but I have to temper my enthusiasm with at the end of the day, I think we're just gonna be right where we were and have been since the last time we won a playoff game forty 50, thirty years ago. Does it am I making sense? Does this make sense oh, to you yeah. guys? No, that makes mm-hmm. sense.
1: That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh Lomas. Lomas, where are you at?
0: Well I'll get to Pantetti's remarks in a second because I do want to address them. Uh, I approached this game with, with I guess what I could call trepidation. I felt like it was kind of a big game in that if they, if the Lions once again not just lost but played poorly, then we'd be in some real trouble. We just wouldn't. It would. It would we, it would start to feel like old times way more than I I'm comfortable with at this point. So I was I went in trepidatious, and of the first several possessions I was still trepidatious. So I like, damn it the the line the offense still looks out of sync. What's going on? But then things started to click as we all know, and basically the game turned into a blowout. And that was really cool to see. And, you know, it became very enjoyable and my whole, and I was asking myself like, what's, what's different, you know, what's going on, what's triggering it. And it really hit home to me. I already knew this to be true, but now it was like revealed in you know, stark relief. It's the O line, man. The O line was back and healthy. And it makes a huge difference. You know, we had Jonah Jackson back. And I think crucially, Frank Ragnow is back under center. And the Why aren't you wearing I, your
1: jersey? Why aren't you ragging right now?
0: I know I really should be. I could I actually you look should, for I look for You I, should
4: be on the rag. You should <laughs> definitely be on the rag right now. Yeah. Wait, do you have a you Lomas? Do you have a ragnow jersey? Yeah, I do. Oh, God bless you.
0: I should also I should have a Lomas jersey, but anyway. I do have a Ragno jersey and I'm wearing- You
1: should only wear all, like get seven O-line jerseys and just every day. It's like Wednesday's Glasgow day (laughs) and just you go, you go Penasuel is obviously for the Shabbos. Right. He's definitely the Shabbos jersey. Yeah. But uh, you should only wear offensive lineman jerseys.
0: And I should also get them in like actual size. (laughs) And wear them as like a tent, you know, like a and if
3: tent. and if you want to elevate your hipster street cred, you just get a scores doll jersey. This was a nice conversation starter.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, it really because I was like, God, this is you know, I'm thankful to the football gods that this is happening. And I was like, why is it happening? And I all I can think of like suddenly everyone looks, you know, comfortable again, and Jared's getting time to let these routes develop. And you know, both Gibbs and Montgomery were just running free. It's, you know, it's so great to see. And it's the fucking O-line, man. And I think it's especially Frank Ragnow under center. You know how sometimes when uh, it's usually the center, like the whole thing is you can't move at all on the O-line, but you sometimes can kind of rear up and like point around, right? I'm always like, huh, you can do that but you can't do yeah. anything else. Like I'm not sure why that's not a penalty, but you obviously that's part of the rules, right? Like you can kind of point around and I th- I think what's going on there is you're pointing out blocking schemes, right? Like all right, we got to do this and maybe even changing things like at the last second. And I think whoever the backup is, I'm I'm guessing here, but I'd be fascinated to know the truth. Whoever was playing center when Frank was out, maybe isn't as good at that. Like, it just feels like the O-line, not only it, it really controls everything, but it's so vulnerable too. And our O-line has been very vulnerable to injury. And as good as the starters are, the backups are like a significant drop-off, I think on average, and you can just see it, you know, it's like a whole different offense when even just, Like two, if two guys are out, that's a big problem. And that's happened a lot. And I think it's because the online only like a huge part of the reason it works isn't just that the individual guys are really good. Obviously that's true, but how they mesh together and all it takes is like one weak link and against a pretty good defense, the whole thing can just become weakened and, you know, you just become so much more vulnerable. It's like the first
1: Miles Davis quintet. You know when when <laughs> Paul Chambers, the bassist, fell ill due to his rampant alcoholism, and they had to bring someone in. It wasn't the same sound. It's yeah, a, it's, it's not. A, it's a unit working together.
0: Anyway, I'll 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 just one more thing. So I just Paul ha- Chambers, by
3: the way, Detroit native, Cas Tech. Oh, What's damn. That?
1: Oh really? Didn't Ron know. Carter's also from Detroit, I believe. Okay. Um, I'll continue as we discuss. anyway, just real quick, <laughs> real quick.
0: So that was my main focus throughout the, the whole game is like, the, you know, this is an O-line game and that's really what we're seeing. And um, I want to address two things that, that Fanteddy said, and most one to a little bit disagree and the other one to kind of agree with. And I think you might be surprised by which is which, but the Broncos, they were on a roll coming into this game. I just want to be, you know, to be fair, they they won 6 out of 7. Um their defense especially I think was playing quite well. And the offense was better than it had been. You know, they still have Russell Wilson like they were they won 6 out of 7. So their offense was at least pretty competent during that stretch. Sure, it's not a super high powered offense. But I don't want to undersell this win. Like the Lions needed it. They didn't just win. They dominated and kicked their ass in every phase. That was good to see. And again, I think it does show like when all the most important components are healthy, the offense really can score, you know, on just about anyone, even a hot defense. Um, the other thing now, the the second thing, and I get I think I kind of agree with this.
1: Uh oh.
0: I'm 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 a so little sleep. bit sleeping on Jared. Oh, because as good as he was that game, I agree with Fantetti. There were when the pocket was clean, then Jared did his shit. You know, he was surgical and was kind of unstoppable. But when there was really any pressure, he just you know he he seems to have kind of zero zero ability to extend plays when the pocket starts to collapse. It is what it is for better or for worse. And it's obviously been more better than worse. You know, this year, especially look at our record. Jared has really good numbers and his rating is high. I'm just saying, I, I think Fantetti's right. When it comes to playing a team with like a killer defense. And by the way, an, an O-line just as good as ours, I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be really tough. And when the QB cannot like we've seen what it looks like when the Jared's just under pressure all the time and he can't extend the plays and he doesn't have time, it looks bad. It looks really bad. Interceptions are just the offense grinds to a halt, but that is that's kind of the reality, you know. Um can I so, can I
3: make a quick comment? Uh, can I yeah, make a quick comment? And, and, and here's the thing like I'm I'm, I'm not an idiot because I, I obviously you know I'm I'm the, our our uh, wargasms uh, uh RAA's resident social media expert. Um, and so there's a lot of chatter. what do you do now? Do you bench golf and Hennon hooker and all that chatter? you know and it's like, don't be a fucking dumbass. That's not gonna happen. Sure. Uh, clearly, right now this year Jared Goff is our guy and he may still be our guy next year based on the way his contract is structured. My concern, though, is beyond this year and next year, long-term, I have an intense fear that we're going to sign him to a, a massive multi-year albatross contract, and I like what he's done for us. And he's and he's, uh, he's probably, by all rights, a good person, high character, clearly a team leader. But his style of Cubine is uh, he's a dinosaur in the fucking NFL and we need an athlete who's accurate who can extend plays and and can uh improvise an audible when he's forced out of the pocket. So I appreciate what Jared Goff has done for this organization. I he, he is not our long-term answer at that position. That's it.
4: Dino go. Well, wow. This has been a a real wet blanket party over here because that win my rorection meter. We last a couple of weeks oh, ago right. were we're doing the rarection meter, and I have to say, my rare has been at a megatron johnson <laughs> <laughs> for the wow. last uh for the last couple of days. I am at wow. full megatron johnson. I thought this team looked absolutely fantastic. I think Jared at his best in this kind of game. He doesn't have to be great because the offense is so damn dynamic. He if they if they if Ben Johnson and the coaching staff get everything out of the offense that can be got. In other words, they maximize the talent of Jameer Gibbs as a rookie, who is is just absolutely starting to blossom as not just a run like first of all. I think we all imagined him as like kind of a playmaker, but not necessarily a a running back that you could give him the ball 20 times. I think he's actually a running back too. He's not just fast. He's good. He can run up through the, uh, between the tackles. He, he has great vision. He can break big plays. I think he is just an absolute weapon. Laporta is, is getting better and better. And they got it to JMO like three times this game. And if you can just get the ball into these guys' hands, make the defense have to defend the entire field and all these weapons, that's going to make Jared a lot better. I, I actually think part of I, – I think Ben Johnson had something to do with – a lot to do with this win and something to do with the previous losses as well of not going to their strength. I mean, there were mistakes made too. Look – If you're going to turn the ball over a bunch, you're likely going to lose. And if your defense is going to suck, you're likely going to lose. And the Lions defense was a lot better Um, after that first drive. They were significantly better than they had been in the past uh, couple weeks. Was it a coincidence that Jerry Jacobs got injured in the first quarter and wasn't on the field? I think not. I think just that that dude is like kryptonite to the defense. But um, I will say I I actually this week convinced me if we can play a home playoff game with a healthy O-line, we are going, I think we are going to win that first round playoff game because we are actually going to be playing, the Rams do scare me a little bit, that's one opponent, but we might be playing Tampa Bay, we might be playing the Vikings, for the third time in four weeks. And we are going (laughs) to be a better fucking team than the Vikings. Will we win? I'm not positive, but I know we should. Um, Of course, that is, yes, we've seen, if we have more than one injury, and I think Ragnow has has proven himself over his absence and then presence in the last few weeks, how valuable he is just to the um, smooth running of the whole team. But if he is he and the other O line are in place, like we're gonna fucking dominate teams. We're gonna dominate most defenses except a couple in the NFL. And I do think we'll get that first playoff win in in many many decades. I, well, I, I won't I, say anything beyond love that. the take, <laughs> love that take, love it. Well, what
1: I what I was noticing yesterday when I was watching the Dallas game and Dallas you know, they get a lot of respect on both sides of the ball, is that I think the, the Lions' best bet is to do what most teams aren't designed to do, which is really to stop the run. You have all these teams that are really designed for speed and for covering the field and for getting pressure on the quarterback. And I think the Lions right now, I mean, you have two guys that every single team in the league would be psyched to have running the ball. You have two of them. Like Montgomery, who is obviously his his kind of explosiveness isn't the same as Gibbs, but as Jarrell will, will go go to his grave saying, like is the is the consummate battering ram, and he he okay. picks up a lot of yards, he he does a lot of stuff. He's good. Plus, if you recall in that Chargers game, I think he broke one for like seventy five yards, and I think the, what the Lions have to do and is. I think they have to really run the ball a lot, and I think if they do that, you know. And the other thing is, you slow, you you make the game have less possessions, and you make it a little bit of a slower game, and then you takes a lot of pressure off golf. I totally agree with Fantetti and, and Lomas that, barring the defense becoming like a top ten defense, it's a it's a lot to ask jared to to be good enough to to really contend for all the marbles um you'd have to have a really superior defense better than what they have right now by a lot but i i i agree i think if they host a playoff game that they're likely to win it but the rams do make me nervous and also just the pure poetry of maddie staff coming back to ford field yeah. And beating us at home is just it would make way too much sense for that not to happen and the Rams are fucking good right now they are playing really really well I mean if that happens
0: holy cannoli I mean that would just I, I really hope it does that would be incredible <laughs> just yeah. fucking incredible yeah I mean the good I mean, news the Rams is, are, is that
3: the Rams a are fucking playing. sign like it's a sign if you're questioning the existence of and it's we the, play.
1: it's a we... simulation. It's
4: a simulation. Just That's to be clear though, happen. the Rams, the Rams have beat some <laughs> shitty teams this year. Um, their their main they they beat uh the commanders this week by eight. Uh it was actually a, a somewhat close game. They lost to the Ravens the week before, gave up 37. Um, they beat the Browns. That was probably their best win. But it was at home. They lost to the, or I'm sorry. Then they beat the Cardinals. They beat the Cardinals twice this uh, this year. Um, they squeaked by the Seahawks by one. They got crushed by the Packers. Crushed by the Cowboys. Beat by the Steelers. Um, their wins have not been the most impressive. So, yeah. I, I mean. I'm always going to be scared of Jared Goff. The dude has still got a rock cannon arm. Wow. That but... was a
1: great Freudian slip. You said yeah. Jared Goff. Is oh, kind of God. Slavery.
4: Oh, my God. Yes, Maddie. Wow. I'm always going to be wow. scared of, of Maddie Staff, um, for sure, will Only and Cooper Cobb. But Cooper. I think we, we're definitely going to be favored to win that game if we're hosting them at home. And, I mean, just the crowd, I, like, I, I have to believe that, it's, you know, shit can happen. We could lose, but the home crowd is going to be insane. It's going to be a really hard play game for the road team. I like our chances in the in that first round. The more I'm the more this is shaping up.
1: Yeah. Well, um I I think the other thing that happened, and I want to take a lot of credit for it because I've been calling it for a couple of weeks, is that we knew Aaron Glenn had to approach the game differently, and he did. Yeah. they they mixed it up they brought a lot more pressure and it was and it was effective and the, and there's some dudes coming back pascal had a good game um so yeah i i i agree they're 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 going to they'd beat the vikings at home rams would be interesting uh it it would be crazy if dallas lost a bunch of games and came to detroit in the first week that totally could happen because Dallas is going to, they have some tough games coming up still. Yep. But yep. Mm-hmm. I'd like to Lions. see us. What's that? Yeah. I'd, Lions. I, the, if the Lions win both those Minnesota games, they have 12 wins. And, uh, that's going to put you, that they, they, I think right now they got to be
4: fighting for that second seed. Um, at least. So, I, they're, they're, yeah, they're favored to be the third, um, the third seed, that's like the highest likelihood, but um uh for them. But still, yeah, they do have a uh they do have a chance at that second, but I think it's, that'll yeah, that'll be tough. Yeah. But really the third seed's not bad. Um, this difference between the second and third seed isn't gonna be that much. They're both like if you look because those teams are gonna play the six and seven seeds and the six and seven teams are almost interchangeable Vikings Rams. Like it's going to be one of those teams. We don't know if the Rams are six or seven, they could be either. And it's, you know, so it's, it's not going to make that much difference.
1: Right. But it, it actually,
4: I'd rather, totally...
3: I'd rather if I had a choice between the two, I'd, I'd rather not play the Vikings because if they, they obviously they know us. They're familiar. We've already played them twice. We're, Playing a third time, especially if we sweep them, that that the the quarter the, the, the coin can only land on heads or tails. So many times, I'd rather not face uh, a division foe in the playoffs. I would take the Rams over uh, the Vikings oh, no personally. Way. No, no way. fucking way.
4: A lot more talented. But, I, don't know. I mean, the, the, just the, the Vikings coin. don't have a fucking quarterback. I mean, I'll <laughs> take I'll take the team that doesn't have a starting quarterback. Well, Lomas, <laughs> what yeah. were you, you going to say?
0: Well, um, so I just want to. I do want to note about the win as well over uh, the Broncos. First of all, I tried to come up with a juvenile, like Dick related thing for the Broncos. And I kind of blanked. Did you guys come up with anything good?
1: Well, Uh, I don't have anything, but I I have a guy I played basketball with shout out to Alan Bogan. Who's from Denver and he not knowing our donkey ball things was when they were like one in five, one in six was calling them the donkeys Oh really? Mm. So mm. we I could like just Denver donkeys. I like the, don- that, the Denver that, donkeys.
0: The yeah, maybe the the mules, the donkeys. <laughs> that that I considered that, but it wasn't it wasn't quite stupid and dickish enough, frankly. <laughs> I mean the Denver
4: donkey donks. I think that works. Denver,
0: Denver donkey Denver. balls. Are just donkey Denver donkey balls. That works too. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I I do want to say this that the. You know, in in the bad old times in years past, as we've noted many times on this podcast, one of the most demoralizing things about following the lines is that they would get progressively worse as the year went on. You could just see the team disintegrate. And whatever they'd done early that maybe gave you a little hope was not just squandered, but like it, it was, you know, that recurring gut punch of like, you fools, you know. You, you you thought we'd be good, but of course it was just, it was like, you know, watching a, just someone die slowly over the course of several weeks. It's just sad. But so this, you know, the lines came off, bad loss, or kind of a rough slate of games where they really, you know, hit a lull or kind of went into a trench. To see them come out and, you know, whatever, I don't care how good or bad Denver's offense may be or whatever. It's the NFL, like in any game a team, you know, one team can beat another and the Lions just fucking kicked their ass. I mean, that was, so I, I want to uh, align myself a little bit with Dino here and not undersell this, that that was awesome. And it was fucking impressive. And the coaches did what they had to do. And the team came out and looked hungry. You know, they played yeah. like, a, like with violence in and in a real, well, I'd,
1: uh, and, and we, I'd uh, asked, I'd ask, all, I'd add also that people have talked about, like, you know, this is a team that only knows how to play with the lead and everything. And obviously, fairly early in the game, they had the lead, but it did start off not great on offense, and and, and we, they stuck they with it like
0: three times in a row.
1: Yeah, they stuck with it, and then it was just hide the children from there on out, and and I do think when when everybody, uh, it was also I thought. It was good to see that Amon Ra will not have three bad games in a row. Yeah, he came out to play. They all came out to play. It's the NFL is so goddamn weird. It, it is. makes no sense. Like teams just go up and down all season. Like remember a couple weeks ago, we were all really scared about Green Bay. Yeah, they now- they might not make the playoffs. You know, and and you like and now the Bills. Who I like, don't think they he, will. Either the Bills are not going to make the playoffs or probably go to the Super Bowl. Like it's just a crazy league yeah. that just teams go up and down. And so the one thing you hope for, and, and this kind of goes with what Lomas was saying, is that you just hope the Lions are going to get better over these last three weeks because it looked like yeah. they were getting worse. And this last game makes you think at the least they figured something out and you cope that they continue and that they learn some lessons from the poopy stretch. And they're like, whatever they did during the week to get ready, whatever the coaches are doing. I I don't know. Well, here's the thing. I mean, I think, you know, obviously we're
3: predisposed that every single time they lose, we're predisposed to think that the sky is falling, right? It's Stockholm syndrome for having followed this team for 40 some odd years. But you've noticed though, is uh, is our resilience? We haven't lost two games in a row this season, have we? We've no. always responded with uh, um, to a loss with the win. And I know this is going to sound weird. I would rather us win the next two games and lose the last one hmm. than actually like lose one and win the last two. I'd actually. I know this is going to sound weird. I actually rather end the season based on a loss. Cause you know, Dan Campbell is going to rip them a new ass and they're going to be hungry as fuck. You know, it's like this team got streaky at the right time. This team got streaky at the wrong time, you know, at the right time, the wrong time. I'd actually like to see them end the season with the loss and just come out
4: hungry and pumped as fuck. Sorry. I Yeah. I, that's an one interesting thing. Way to think The about. one thing that, the, that when, uh, I, I watched, you know, the entire game, it was just, so much fun. It was such a fun watch. Um, just the total opposite of last week. There's so many awesome plays. Just watching the rookies, especially, ball out. Watching Laporta catch three TDs. Um, Jameer, 11 runs for 100 yards. And then Amon Ra, as Uncle Brother said, returned to form with just uh, I think that touchdown he scored flipping somersaulting into the end zone will be on his when the Lions retire his number that will be on the video, you know, one of the 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 um, key plays in the in the video that uh, that'll get. Um, so- I actually I actually not only got a tattoo of that, I had my
1: skin altered. So it's like a little flip book. So I, I kind of have skin Ooh. flaps that make a flip book of that play. That that's was cool, got. That was fan. Actually, that was fantastic. Actually, that actually was fantastic.
0: NASA, NASA just uh, they put out a press release saying the next time they send one of those like deep space probes to demonstrate the best of our earthly civilization,
1: that's <laughs> the gold, The golden record. It's, it's the, just going to be on a loop. The golden DVD is going to be Amon Ra flipping into the end zone. zone.
4: And the cool thing is after the game, I watched the post game and the post games are just, I I don't know, uh, Fox needs to do a better job with them. It's like, they're pretty awful, except for the fact that they get some, you know, it takes like half an hour to listen to like two interviews. So they got Jared out there. They got Amon Ra, a couple others. And what they all said, and this is going back to what Fantetti was talking about, is The practice this week, the practices this week were, like, really hard. They were going full steam. They were super competitive, and they loved the way they looked in practice. And then they had a good game. And I think, like, we don't get, you know, access to that during the season. During the training camp, you hear everything about practices broken down. Once the season starts, you really don't know what's going on behind the scenes but clearly there. this is not the same old lions even when we struggle we have not lost consecutive games in fact this has been our shitty stretch of the year the middle of the season until this was the first complete dominating performance we put together in, in quite a while and yet we are five and two in our last seven games Granted, not against the best teams in the league, but still we only lost two of those games, and only really one of them at the Bears that was like truly embarrassing. Like the Packers came out and played really well. That I think was their sort of high water mark of the year. Um, but yeah, the Bears won. That's that's that hurts. That's gonna suck. They played, I thought they actually played quite well too. But yeah, I will go with Vantetti if we can. I I don't know that we can win at the Cowboys. Uh, That's just the Cowboys are like sort of Jekyll and Hyde. They're a lot like us in a certain way, except they're just very tough at home. So fortunately, I don't think we, uh, you know, we're playing them at home during the season. I don't think we're going to see them um, in the playoffs, at least not in the first round. So
0: by the time we play them at the last game of the season, they may not be playing their starters. You know, they might. Be
4: the, I think in. it's the second to
1: last game of the season. Second,
0: last. second to last.
1: Yeah. Still, so they might. It's you're right. right. There, there could it already be, but yeah. you're right about that. There's already going to be some things that might be locked up by then.
0: So, okay, two quick things. I mean, one, I believe that Gardner Johnson is coming back.
1: That was, do you mean CD Deuce? Are you referring to the man who's yes. officially his name is CD Deuce?
0: Yeah, CD Deuce. So he's yeah. coming back,
1: apparently. He is, he is.
0: Um, and loving that, you know, who knows like what that will look like having not played in a while, but he's not being, you know, he's healed now, apparently, well enough, and he doesn't have the wear and tear of all these games. So, uh, you know, like, unless he's just like so out of practice that. But that right, that seems like a good thing.
4: It's definitely a good thing, and they have they don't have to rush him back. by it's the important thing is to get him back to playing speed for the playoff game. Yeah. And the biggest thing is also in this. The other big thing in this game is that Jerry Jacobs got hurt, and Melifonwu came in and balled really out.
0: Well. He played. He,
4: really he well. balled out in the secondary, and if we can. Find a way to not play Jerry Jacobs. That is a huge addition by subtraction. How about we just not play him if he's that bad? Right. We need other healthy guys, though. Yeah. Oh, which I've got
3: a question to ask because, you know, I don't see a lot of – I only watch the games that are nationally televised. We talked about this earlier. I'm not going to the bar. What's going on with Brian Branch? I mean, is he – like, is he in somebody's doghouse? He's not being – as, or they're not running as
1: as many nickel sets? He's, he's getting he's getting a little bit less play. I think they have scaled back on him a little bit. I don't think he's in the doghouse. I think they're 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 putting some other people in. Guys, can I just say a little update right now? Yes. So the Pistons are down by five with 17 seconds to go.
4: Oh my they're Lord. Lo- they're gonna lose. I don't know, man. Boy, boy. That's like
1: Cade has on the door. Cade has 43 points Dang. on 16 of 24 shooting. I just want that to be known. The wow. man, right. the people are really questioning if that guy's a good guy. He's player. not a bust. He's not a bust. Right. He's not. It's not just bot,
3: whether but, is he an but,
4: alpha? Is
3: yeah, he we an alpha know.
0: or is he a deuce?
4: We don't know. Yeah. Anyways. I don't know, but he's he's going at it. I, I think I don't know the the notion that they're I, I can see what Fantetti is saying, that the Pistons may be giving up on their coach, but they're not – none of the players are good enough or established in the NBA enough to, like, give up on on the, on, the, on the season. Like, you have to have some credibility, I think, to be at the point where you're giving up because these guys are, like, any of these players could find themselves out of the NBA except for probably uh, Cunningham in the next couple of years. But here's the – they're not even
3: covering, though. Like, the spread against the Bucks was, what, 17 and a half? They lost by 32. Like, spreads are 20. And they lose by, I mean, it's just like, so it's like, I, and these are smart people. Obviously, Vegas is in the business of, like, making money. And their spreads are way the fuck off. So what does that tell
1: you? (laughs) I heard that Cade is actually, it's, the, the this is, I got this from a source, but he's changing his name to Richie. He's gonna do it. It's a big, uh, you know, it's a big branding thing for him.
4: He's gonna start I, shooting his
1: free throws underhanded. I, you know, he's just that's
4: that's his market. Group. And he's I think so and easy. I think Marvin's going in with Marvin's Fonz Bagley the <laughs> third.
1: Yeah, and he's Ivy gonna go appar- for a whole apparently, apparently, a lot of the rancor between Ivy and and Coach Williams is uh, that he refuses to be called Potsy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just he yeah. won't he won't have it he won't do he it won't. he will not do it not a team um, player. lomas did you have some o line material prepared or did that not happen i thought you were going to do some sort I of o line reading yeah you know it ended up that i just
0: wanted to talk about the o line <laughs> but i i, I think, think he quite so think of the thing to do i've already thought he was i thought he
4: was, was going to compose an o line dance
0: oh that would be a good idea to go along an, with o line song
4: an yeah. o line line dance yeah exactly
1: Right. Yeah. And it would O-line incorporate
0: dance. like the stance of the O line. Like you have to get down oh. in that stance and then do this and then go. Oh, yeah. There. Distance to, did not pull, pull it up, off.
1: guys. Oh, real they did. It. Real quick, they did I not. almost forgot. With, they oh, only um, lost by six. What do you think this? I wonder what the spread was.
4: I think that's a win. I was probably four a win. <laughs> well, I can I can
3: when you were doing, doing, doing your breakdown of Ragnar and the pointing and like identifying yeah. uh, different defensive packages. Yeah. Uh, D- uh, Dino, can you research this? I'm curious what Ragnall's Wonderlic score is. My, I- I'm guessing it's 27. I'm going to take the over on his Wonderlic score. We can research that.
4: Ragnall's oh yeah, Wonderlick
3: score is available online. I'm going to go the over on 27. What, What's what, the maximum? I don't, I don't even know, us. man.
1: Tell us about the Wonderlick. I know a little bit about it. Oh, it's just a, uh, an IQ test
3: for NFL players entering. You know, it's just it's an aptitude test.
0: Tom Brady. You know I,
3: I think Frank. I think Frank Gore has the lowest wonder look score ever recorded. I think he got a five.
1: Somebody, I actually heard that C.J. Stroud had a very low one, and that was one of the reasons that people were not that he didn't go first. In Apparently, who had the lowest else.
0: wonder look score was a four by cornerback was Morris that Claiborne of the Cowboys.
1: Who?
0: Some guy named Morris Claiborne drafted by the Cowboys.
3: Oh, he was a uh, quarterback.
0: Yeah.
4: It looks like Ragnar was... got a 26. It looks like.
3: Oh, God. I said 27. Yeah, you were, you yeah.
4: were right on it, though.
0: You're right on yeah. it. Manning was a 28.
1: Uh, Dan, Dan Quinn, the previous Lions GM, got an 11. I, I <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, they <laughs> they give upper-level management. The Wonderlook score, too.
1: Whoa. It,
0: it doesn't go well. You know, Grock, Grock scored a 32.
4: Really? Yeah, I think Gronk's a lot smarter than people realize. He
0: plays the clown, but he's Well, speaking
4: smart. of Gronk, can we just for no
1: reason other than it's fun talk about how fucking good Frank Laporte is? He's ridiculous. Yeah, yep. he's incredible. He's got crazy hands. Yeah. He's really fast. Like He's absurdly good. He's well, he set the, he set the rookie
3: tight end record for like most receptions, most yards and most touchdowns in an NFL season. So already he set the record for rookie tight ends. I mean, and we're is not he done a yet.
1: Top, Is he a top five tight end in the league period right now? I think like, so. Clearly. I think Kendall, he might be the Kelsey. number one
3: tight end in the league. Wow. Who's well, better
4: than, Kittle, than who's better Kendall, than, Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, but for for what, what he's going to cost the next oh, three years, he's certainly oh the, highest he's say, the highest value. Can I just say, by the way, <laughs> um, guess Calvin Johnson without looking. Calvin Johnson's Wonderlic. Oh,
0: without. Um, it's I either very high or very, or very low? 25?
3: what?
4: Twenty-seven. Twenty-five. Forty-one. Really? What? Damn! What's the highest it can
1: be? What's What's the highest it can go? I think fifty, but
4: like no one gets fifty. Like you have to like the the Yale one guy who players who what did Ryan what did Ryan Fitzpatrick get?
0: Like a forty-eight, he got a forty-eight.
4: did he really? Yeah, we went to Harvard. Wow, he did. Fucking wicked smart. Yeah, wicked (laughs) smart. Anyways, just you know Uh, that's one. Wow.
2: Well, guys. is what there else? any rumors yeah.
4: Uncle Ted that you're going to be administering a wonderlick to the Roraholics, A wonderlick <laughs> exam to the Roraholics anytime soon? Cuz yes. I have actually been attending um wonderlick uh training, prep, some prep. It's <laughs> a good idea. Yeah, Wonder, but, There's only prep.
1: one question on the wonderlick I'm giving you guys. I can tell it to you now so you don't have to study. Are you a fucking holic True yes. or false? You got a hundred. You got a hundred. Okay.
4: Well,
3: it's funny. It's funny. You should ask that because according to my sources, my Wonderlick score. I mean, my Wonderlick exam is actually a Rorschach examination.
1: <laughs> and you just looked at it and you're like, that's Doug English. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you saw. It was just, it was Doug English. Uh, Fantetti, you're our guest this week. What else do you want to talk about? What, what, what do you got? What's bouncing around um, that, that I wanna, CTE noggin of yours? I do want
3: to circle back because I, um, Dino said something and, um, that I thought was really positive and it, and it put a different spin on my assessment, my opinion of Jared Goff. And, and, and Uncle Brother, we've been talking about this. I, I think there was some dissension in the raids regarding uh, Jameis uh, Williams, and uh, we had him trending up, and it was just a matter of being able to work him into the offense and, and really take advantage of, of his strengths, which are his strength and his speed, and not necessarily using him as a deep threat, but actually using him in, like, medium passes and, and crossing routes and just and just once the guy gets his hands on the ball, letting him do what he does, which is run like a fucking gazelle. And so, I, I it, you know, we have to, we have to have a safety plan, a backup plan, if our O line is not healthy. And that backup plan for Goff is, with as many weapons as we have, we just have to give him as many safety valves as possible. And as long as we're working Jameson into those short passes, or even Reynolds or or, or uh, Khalif Raymond, because I, I do like that about Goff. He doesn't isolate a receiver. He I mean, he does go through his checks when he has time. But I like the fact that he doesn't that he that he I I like his vision of the field. He may not be able to get the ball there because once he's flushed out of the pocket. Things kind of like break down, but I do like Goff's vision. So uh, so I, I I think that's what the Lions need to do, and I think that's what Ben Johnson needs to do is don't count on the fact that our O-line is going to be healthy, although, you know, God willing, that will be the case once we get to the playoffs. But we have so many weapons on offense. There's really no reason for Goff not to be able to find somebody even in a situation when he's forced out, when he's forced out of the pocket, because he has so many weapons to throw to, does this make sense? I mean, because it's just like you've got Laporta, you've got Eamon Ross, St. Brown, you've got Gibbs that you can throw to out of the backfield. I don't know about Montgomery's hands, but he's not terrible in a desperate situation. Then you've got Reynolds and crossing routes, Jamison and crossing routes, Khalif Raymond, and 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 that really should be the focus of our offense. Giving Goth as many safety valves as possible, because uh, because I think he has good vision.
1: Yeah. Well, um, and yeah. he and he and he spreads the ball. He threw to a lot of guys on Saturday. Was it I, eight or nine at least?
0: Yeah. yeah. I'll just Say yeah. it again. Yeah. I'll just say it again. It's you know, got like Goth has his strengths and weaknesses, and the I like Fantetti said he's he's our guy definitely for right now. You know, like. Like at way long-term, a little hard to say, but he has a lot of strengths that I think overall outweigh his weaknesses, at least for the moment. But it's, it's the O-line, man. It just comes down to that shit. Like, and frankly, like a lot of quarterbacks and I think of San Francisco, I'm pretty sure they have a really good O-line because, you know, McCaffrey is so successful and Brock Purdy, man, that guy's like, he might, he's in the MVP consideration it was just just insane he was literally the last guy picked in the draft and he's just been nothing but win and put up like incredible numbers and I actually watched some of their game and I mean he's good for sure but man they keep him clean you know Mm -hmm. just has time back there and when you know Jared I When he, like like a lot of QBs, but in Jared's, you know, I think better than average, right? Like he did get to a Super Bowl, as we've mentioned before. Um, But, you know, it's when it comes down to it against the really good teams who even against a good O-line are going to get some pressure. That's where it's really proven, you know, and in the games that we've seen where uh, that that's happening and he's running around, it just. Does not go well at all. So you know, um, the O line man. Just I'm hoping we need to sacrifice to the football gods. Maybe no more O line injuries. We need to keep these people upright.
4: It's true. It's tough, gentlemen. Yeah, those those are big men. They're, they're big, big men.
0: They're hard to to prop up, but we gotta we gotta keep them up.
4: Yeah. Guess uh, guess the uh, Wonder Lake Jalen Jalen who Wow. It's high. I'm going to guess 32. Jalen Hurts. 13. I'm going to
0: say,
1: what is it? I'm going 13 just to be contrarian.
0: Oh, shit. Jalen Hurts. He seems pretty smart. He's got to be. Yeah, I'm going to say like 35. 18. Oh, damn. Who the fuck knew? Okay. Not so great.
1: You know what, though? Is it test
0: all knowledge or is it just like an IQ test?
3: Uh, Yeah, it's an aptitude test. They asked how he's do you general. feel
1: about being pushed from your behind? And he's like, I'm good with that. <laughs> right. Yeah. More please. Yes. Uh guys, so you guys you guys he know. He is the a line. true smart ass. <laughs> do you guys know the line for this week? Is the lie downs go to visit uh the Vikings?
3: Ooh. I'm guessing I'm guessing uh Lions uh plus three and a half. Lions no, plus No. Three and a half? no. No, 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 no. Lions. Minus. I'm guessing Lions minus three.
1: Yeah. It's, it's Lions minus
4: three and a half. Nice. Fantetti got it Good right. job,
1: Fantetti. Yeah,
4: that's... I mean, I'd like to think we're better than that, and we can, you know, we'll beat them by more if we play at our best, but they are going to... Look, they're going to be playing for, um, you know, their playoff hopes. Uh, if we beat them, we clinch the playoffs. Uh we are a better team, but that's always a tough place to play. Um, I, I just think it, I don't know. Are they, do we know who they're starting at quarterback?
1: Yeah, I think happened Jake, to that uh, dude the body venture. What happened
4: to the guy?
0: Everyone was going nuts about.
3: Yeah. They benched Dobbs? his ass. Oh, the really? NASA, the
4: rocket scientist. He's working at a blockbuster. in his name Dobbs? In Dobbs
0: did they bent? Like he, he had a couple of good games and that was it.
4: Yep, that was yeah, it. Nick Nick, oh Nick Mullins is starting.
0: Yeah. Nick Mullins.
4: Mm. I watched a teeny bit of that country game. Country singer,
0: Nick Mullins. Country singer, uh, Nick, Nick Mullins. Mullins.
4: Yeah, he's country as fuck.
0: fuck.
1: Yeah. He 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 country has the, the we got. He looked so sad in that game against the Bengals. They kind of blew it down the stretch, and he just looked he did not look like he had a lack of practice of losing.
0: So wait, what, what happened like to the he, other dude? I wasn't really following. Like
1: everyone he had like a four interception game or something like that. Yeah, he had two ends. bad, bad losses. Like, it, like the league figured him out. Pretty well, well. I think he one of his bad losses might have been when they won three nothing. But again, <laughs> yeah, not a not not a vote of confidence for your quarterback when you score three. I mean, the guy's stuff,
3: played though. for twenty different teams in in four years. I mean, sooner or later, <laughs> yeah. whatever streak he's on is bound to end.
0: That's got to yeah. suck, though. For like, But I
3: made a cute story. But I made a cute story.
0: It was a cool story. But that has got to suck when, like, you, if you're that guy, you got to think at least while the good times are happening. Like, I finally have found my home. I figured it out. Like, I've, you know, I've reached a certain level. And everyone's talking about you, Dobbs, Mania, all that shit. And then as suddenly as it came, it's just gone. And it's yeah, like all defenses are like, oh, we'll do just this one thing. You're done. Right. You are done.
3: Do you think he even owns a home or do you think his home is like an airstream? Do you think he's just realized at this point? I just got to be ready to fucking bolt at any, at, at a moment's notice. How
1: sweet be. would it be if he lit, he's got like a totally tricked out VW van. You know, and he's just yeah. that's it's just what he's doing. Or he's <laughs> it's like, also though, or he's like, like Francis McDormand in in
4: Nomadland. He's pooping in the bucket, like a Scooby Doo kind
0: sort of mobile, like the uh, Mystery Mobile.
4: The other thing, though, for a guy like Joshua Dobbs, he's this is like his seventh. He's been on seven or eight teams in the last like four years or whatever. Is like when you're undrafted or like. There's no sunk cost into you by any team, so you are on the shortest leash possible. Just no one has ever believed in you, and like you're not going to get that second, third chance. You're like, okay, so yeah. he goes into he has a couple good games, then teams get tape on him and they figure stuff out. He then Uh, if he's a first round pick or something, then he gets a chance to play a few more games at least, or a whole season to figure out what they've figured out and to keep going. But like, I mean, I'm not saying that he would end up being good in the end, but it's like, those guys just don't even have a chance. Like they have to be perfect in order to, you know, succeed. Ultimately, no,
1: they can't have like,
4: you have one bad game and you're just fucked. Right. No, no, it's true
1: because you look at like here in Chicago, the way people are talking about fields like, do we keep him? Is he our guy? Yeah. You know, and they, they really, I mean, a lot of people are like, well, let's move on. And we have these picks coming. But when you have that high right. pick and you use it on a quarterback, people do not want to, do not want to declare defeat on that shit.
4: That's no. for sure. Plus, it's the hardest position. You're going to take a 20 year old guy. One of the things I like about Hendon Hooker, and I know people like, there's been he's finally healthy so obviously he's not going to do anything this year but he's 25 and I just think like drafting the 20 year old quarterbacks 21 year old like they're just not going to be ready to take to take you on a deep playoff run most likely until at least 24 or five so I think just the fact that um Hooker played like four or five maybe five years of college and and he's just not going to Please if he fight. does end up if they do end up giving him a shot at some point, I think we're going to at least get you know a a a good look at who he is and not have to fuck around with like oh here's this super young guy that we just is like a raw talent but doesn't you know know how to play the position.
1: Hmm. Mm. What uh I'm trying to find head and hooker's wonderlick test. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he, By the way, really out of curiosity, to uh,
3: Dod, uh, Dodds or Dobbs is a consultant or actual employee for NASA. I'd be curious what his wonderlick score is. It's got to be up there with Ryan. Mm, Fitzpatrick. I think
4: so. You never know, though. I mean, I don't, you know, I think the Wonderlick is, you know, that's not what they're. Uh, I don't see Dobbs. That's weird. I wonder if maybe, he didn't, it could be maybe classified. he didn't take it maybe he wasn't at the combine yeah or it's classified, or it's classified. because yeah uh he wrote well, it says here he wrote the Wonderlick test so i don't know there you go yeah nice he was a, yeah he was a proctor he actually was one of the people
1: making <laughs> sure that <laughs> um hold on the test. Hold on, here we go. Hmm. I thought I said he got a forty-six. That can't be possible. Is it, it also be. called the S two? Yeah, if you're a government employee, I think they call it
3: the S two. Oh, uh,
4: oh, I think so he, he only did, got a, do, I think he, he only got a twenty well. a twenty-nine uh, Wonderlick yeah. He did twenty-nine. Yes. Yeah. What the fuck is Bryce going Young. on at Nassau?
0: <laughs>
3: Bryce Young had a
4: very high one.
1: Nassau. <laughs> um, guys, should you we talk we, about what we think we is going to happen next You're week? You wonder
3: what's going to let's balls, sir.
1: Mm. Lois, yeah. what do you think is going to happen next week? Um,
0: let me process this for a second. So, wait a minute, we're playing We're playing at, at the Vikings, Minnesota.
1: Right. At the Vikings, we're three and a half. Points oh, yeah, right. Minnesota yeah.
0: Yeah. favorites. Um,
1: Minnesota. Minnesota is the kindest of all fan bases.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. A lot of Scantla. Yeah. A lot of Norwegians. Um, Damn, they're on the road against a QB-less team. And how's the Vikings? uh, Do they have a defense at all?
4: Yeah, it's not bad. Not terrible. They're better better than us.
0: And they they play in
1: a dome, right? They do. Lions are not playing outdoors again this year, most likely. Interesting unless they Yeah, I'm going uh, to I'm going to say
0: then well, I guess I'm going to wish for the good karma that our offense will keep uh as far as I know our o-line is still intact. I don't think there were any injuries of significance. So I'm going to go I'm going to say the offense keeps humming and you know, let's say Lions uh the roar 32 Vikings but but at our defense might uh even against this is a, a vestige from the old Lions, because let's be honest, some of the oldness is still rears its head a little bit here and there. When we would play against some shitty fourth string quarterback and make him look like Dan Marino, you know, this right. might be one of those times when that cute like our defense just can't stop a guy somehow and they score too. So I'm going to say Lion Roar 32, Vikings 28.
1: 32 or 42. 32 30. or 52 how about 102 how
3: about a
1: billion <laughs> question if the eagles if the eagles beat
3: the seahawks tonight like i'm surprised that we're not a playoff team yet
1: like i know that no, no. That if the, is... i think if the if the sea first of all Teddy, i i thought you got the memo we only say seacocks on this podcast yeah, that's uh that's in the fine print i think if the seahawks lose tonight that we clinch Actually, okay. I'm pretty sure that's true. I think they're losing now. So, so we got some skin in the yeah. skin. They're down 17-10 okay. right now. Um, So Fa- So Lomas, you said 32-18? 32-28. 32-28, interesting. What about uh Fantetti? What do you got? If the Seacocks lose
3: tonight and the Lions make the playoffs, Then I am not going to panic if the Lions lose to Minnesota this weekend. If the Seacocks win tonight, right, therefore uh, prolonging the Lions maybe being in the playoffs and we lose to Minnesota this weekend, I obviously will, uh, it will be, I will be reactionary and assume (laughs) that the skies. That the sky is falling.
2: Yes.
3: Um, so I don't know if I have any predictions as to the outcome of the game. I it's really gonna be my reaction as to that outcome. So um does that make sense?
0: Sure. Well, I say it's about 100- Did I answer
3: your question? Like if like if the if the Lions oh. are making if the Lions make the playoffs because the Seacocks lost tonight, then I'm like, okay, cool we're playing Minnesota, it's a conference opponent, we're on the road, it's really not an expectation that we should win, even though they don't have a QB. But I'm just saying, but if the Seacocks win tonight and it further prolongs, then yeah, if we lose to Minnesota, then then the sky will be... Yeah, it's a game that we should win, right? But we're playing a conference opponent on the road, and they're playing for their playoff lives, which is why as, as upset as I was about the Bears, we are expected to lose on the road to a conference opponent. It's when we lose at home to a conference opponent like Green Bay, it's like, what the fuck? Or we lose on the road to a non-conference opponent, albeit an inferior team. Does that make sense? Like if we had lost to New Orleans, it'd be like, that's bad, right? Um, Because we're better than them. And uh, despite the fact that we're playing in, in, you know, in in a hostile territory. So, Whenever we play a conference opponent uh on the road like the Bears or Minnesota and we lose, well that's really that's the natural order of things. Those are games that really there should be an expectation that we lose. It's when we play inferior teams at home, especially inferior conference teams at home, that's bad. That's a bad look for us. Does it does can that make call, sense?
0: Can we call the Vikings the Minnesota Cockrings? Is that would that work? <laughs> I've been That's what I yeah trying to work out what to call them
1: i think you worked it out
0: the minnesota I, cock rings doesn't exactly work but it's not bad
4: it's pretty exact as okay. far as i'm uh, concerned i think what it does well is it gets <laughs> the word cock into their name exactly exactly that's a, a real role right yeah. With, i'm gonna uh, go the, uh, the, what do we call i want to be
3: characters?
0: positive Just i'm the gonna the say clackers. 35
3: i'm gonna say 35 23 lions Wow! But if, wow. The Lions, but if the Lions lose, I'm not okay. I mean, that's just we're playing the conference opponent on the road.
1: What uh how, how much time will be left in the fourth quarter before Fantetti texts 10 and 5? That's <laughs> that's the, the real guess for the game. Or before the word before be,
0: fraud, fraud is our feet is peppered with accusations of fraud.
3: <laughs> fraud, collusion, <Yeah>. incompetence. <laughs> Negligence. Self-eason. By the way,
1: if yeah, if the if the under over is the fourth quarter, I'll bet the under. Oh no no no! I said how much time's left in the first quarter before <laughs> you text. I'm not even. I'm not even asking if it happens before the second quarter. I'm right. asking when in the first quarter do you text ten and five to the group. I, I'm gonna say six minutes is the over under on that. If you
3: the, like they he,
1: score if they score a touchdown. It's a
3: three and out, or a three and out, and then they score a field goal, and it like the score is like ten nothing, and there's like still like eight minutes left in the fourth quarter, first quarter. Yeah, you're going to get ten and five for me.
4: That's a no brainer. <laughs> Do
3: you, <laughs> you know gonna what's going to happen?
4: <laughs> um, it, the Vikings are a weird team. Their defense is pretty good. They have they they're uh, only given up two sixty nine on the year. That's that's not bad. And they've held some teams to really low outcomes. However, they've, you know, they've had a pretty uh weak schedule. I mean, playing our division foes, uh, our same division foes, uh, not having had played the Lions yet. They they had a really weird game this past week. They lost to the Bengals. They only gave up, they were ahead 17 to 3 after three quarters. And gave up 21 points in the fourth quarter and then lost in overtime. That's like a fucking weird thing. And they lost to a um, Bengals team on the road, but who is starting a quarterback named Jake Browning. Yeah. I've never heard of this dude. Um, so like, and they're, you know, they are starting this Nick Mullins fellow who look, Teams, you know, our, I'm, I'm not saying our, our defense is nothing to write home about yet. We had a better game this week. Could Nick Mullins possibly light us up? Yep. Could things, you know, but given that the O-line seems to be no one got injured, that we're, uh, we're going into this next week with a full O-line, it looks like. Um, I'm going to take the Lions uh, 27-23. Wow. wow. Yeah,
0: um do the do so now, the do the do the Cochrans have that receiver Jefferson is it Jefferson who's like really yeah. good? Is he yeah at, he's been he he's been
1: in and out but he's back in. He's in by the way. Can I can I tell do you they guys they still have
0: Warren Moon throwing it for him or who's <laughs> the quarterback? Culpepper?
3: Can I tell is you guys Culpeper? an amazing sports related story? Can I tell Go you Absolutely? So Todd uh, uh Uncle Ted, you know Adam Doug. You've met Doug before. Oh,
1: elfin magic! You went to the war, You went to Elf the Warriors magic. Blazers game yeah. with him. I heard.
3: So, who I've met a handful of times when I was in law school, and I would go down to San Francisco. This is an amazing story. So, Doug reaches out to me. He bought property recently in Portland, and um, and Adam gets him in touch, gives him my number, he says, "Oh, why don't you give Hoff a call when you're in when you're in town?" And so, uh, one of things on Doug's bucket list was going to uh, a Warriors game on the road. And so I'm, um, and so he reaches out to me. He's like, are you any, have any interest in going into a basketball game? And I was like, yeah, of course. And he's like, so I'm like, you know, just go get tickets and I'll just re, you know, and I'll just reimburse you. You know, it's just like, that's fine. you go on stub Pub, SeatGeek, geek, etc." et, cetera, et cetera. So, uh, Doug comes over yesterday and we go to see the Blazers game versus <laughs> the Golden State Warriors. And, um. And I haven't seen the guy uh, in, like, 20 24 Teddy, this is
1: a great story, but all team names should have cock somewhere in there. So just, you know, just you do try the to the work, co- work that. You better, Ken. You better. Do, the, the Golden co- Cock Warriors, the Cock co- 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 Blazers, co- co- whatever works. It was a yeah. cock fight.
3: We went to a cock. Uh, golden State Cox versus the Blazer Cox. It was a cock fight. There you go. And Thank you. So we go to the game. We go to the game and we're like, we're 100 level and we're like walking and walking and walking. And before I know it, we're, we're essentially like corn side. Like if we shouted obscenities, they would hear us and we may even be escorted out of the venue. At this point, I still have no idea how much we pay for these tickets. And mm. so, long story short, I get home last night, Elf and Magic texts me and it's like, it was six hundred dollars for the pair, so it's no like three hundred dollars nice. per ticket. Ouch. And so I wouldn't spend three. I wouldn't spend three hundred dollars on the fucking Pistons, let alone a game that where I've got like zero dog in the fight. So yeah, I mean, of course I paid. I mean, I'm not gonna like... Still though, but my God, it's like three hundred. What the fuck? So now yeah. I know. Live and learn. I just personally, I would never spend that much. It was a, a good game. Just, you saw like, a competitive game. What do I do? I'm like talking to hate. I, I did see a competitor, and I had fun. Doug was great. Good company. some yeah. conversation. He, he got but see, I was yeah. like, wow. Wow, yeah. 300 bucks for a ticket. Jesus. Wow. Anyway. Well, well
1: I, guys, I, I'd like to do my prediction, and then I have something else I need to raise you. with you guys. Okay. Okay. Uh, first of all, I have no handle on Minnesota because they're such a weird team. They lost yeah. their quarterback. But the other weird thing about Minnesota is we all remember last year they were 11-0 in one-score games. And then they had a way reversion to the mean early in the season. They are playing a first-place uh, schedule. And, I mean, they did lose at home recently to the Bears in a 12-10. to I just – I don't – unless these lines are going to be really inconsistent now and they're just going to be kind of exposed as like a young team – I, I, th- I think that they still remember that it's a lot funner to be good than bad and play well. So I'm going to say Lions 31, Vikings 20. I th- I think we're covering. I think we're winning. I'm sorry I didn't say conquerings. God damn. All right. Here's <laughs> yeah. the thing I want to raise with you guys, which you may know about uh, by the text. And you know I've been superstitious about this for a while. But I did not watch a single play of the Denver game live. And there was a point in the evening where, like, I could have made it home to watch. And they were they were they were sailing. And I was like, you know what? If I have to miss this live, then I should miss this live. I came home at like 11 o'clock. I started going around on the YouTube looking for full replays. It's amazing. I assume all this is automated at this point, but how many videos you get that's like full game and then you click on it and you get that little black message. It's like, nope, this is not something you're going to see. So I went to NFL.com and for 15 bucks, I got a month of some membership into something Mm. and I could just watch the whole game. And I watched the all with some very bad playback software that made it much longer than it needed to be because I was skipping through. But my question to you guys, do I continue? Do I not watch Sunday? Do I continue to believe that me withholding the pleasure of watching immediate, watching live? Like, is this what's going to happen that I'm not going to watch another Lions game live and they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I just can't watch any of the games? Yeah, I say that. that, I think it's a silly superstition. Unless
3: they lose to Minnesota this weekend, and you did watch it live, and then I'll feel like an asshole.
0: Look, I mean, Uncle uncle Brother, I think it's this is a no-brainer. You may not watch the next game. (laughs) We at least have to see what happens. Just don't fucking watch it. I
4: think the last few games of the year are a good opportunity to sort of play around with this. Maybe watch one half, don't watch the other. Like. Yeah, oh, let's, let's see how it goes. Let's yep. run as many
3: experiments <laughs> yeah,
1: if as we can. can. Experiment, do it now. You can experiment, do it now. All right, right. I'll do some experiments. I'm going to do it at a granular level. I'm going to do plays on and off.
0: <laughs> but what happens if What happens right. if, if the the evidence points to like yeah, you you can't watch the games? Like this is actually matters. And well, the, this is the great like, question. What to The playoff, playoff, the playoff, playoff game, and they they you're not going to watch the playoff do, game.
4: Watch the playoff game.
0: Yeah, you're not going to. I know well, that's
4: the him. question. I don't I don't know if you'll be if, if yeah. we'll allow you to. He's not. He's right. He definitely will not be allowed. You to
1: almost don't want to
4: go there. It's we're gonna a have, great. We're
1: going to like put you under armed guard. It's an. It's not a bad. It's not a bad concept for a very low budget comedy that, like, yeah. all of you guys <laughs> completely come to believe yeah. that if I'm watching the game we're losing, and like I was in a coma. I'm in a coma from like September into December and the Lions are 13 and 0. And then I finally wake up and you all gather and they're they're like, they're amazing. They're the best team in the league by far. And you all come to my hospital room. I finally woken up. You thought I was maybe going to die. And they're playing like a cellar dweller and they lose like 41 to (laughs) three. And then you guys have to figure out like, what are we going to like? We're really happy. Uncle brother's alive. but. Our priorities are such that this guy clearly needs to go back under until late February. <laughs> medically induced coma. It's bad luck, Lowey. It's bad luck.
4: Coming to a theater near you. That's right. Huh? Bad yeah, luck. I don't
3: want to. I don't want to. I don't want to grow. See, that's the problem. These are things we don't. We, we don't want to know the answer to. I don't want to grow to resent you, and that might happen. If in right. fact you're watching these games live and they're fucking losing, I don't want to know. I. Mm. Do. That's just how I, I want to know.
0: I I, I, <laughs> I need I to know every possibility here. If it yeah. makes even the slightest difference, then right. you can't watch.
1: <laughs> I know. It's amazing. Can I be in the other room? Mm.
0: No, dude. Can you can have I be to in be up, the like. If we go you to have to Sound be out, oven, you have to be. In with the those same people?
1: <laughs> Can I be, sit? It's true. There are these people that like, I'll never see them again. There were these people from like donors from my wife's work. And I just like, I, I'll explain later. We need to go to dinner on Saturday
0: night. Actually, maybe but, that's the movie that we figure out. It's not just that you have to go back in a coma. Everyone involved has to recreate that entire day and do exactly the same things that they did. And if we do that, the Lions are guaranteed to win. But we have to then uh, document everything you do and then reenact that like a Groundhog
1: Day. That would be kind of great. Wouldn't that would it? That be kind of great. But and it's like it gives you It's it kind of dark. Yeah. Like one guy was totally cheating on his wife. Right. And he like doesn't even like the woman. Like He totally regrets it was the first time he has to there was him. infidelity. He doesn't even like her. But he's getting. He's taking it for the team. He's taking it for the team. Doing it. He winds up seducing this woman
4: he doesn't even like, and it's just so his team can make it to the
1: playoffs.
4: I mean, look, Todd. If that's if that's what it takes, man, that's what you're signed up for. The small price to pay. I, I yeah. I mean, I'm at. You know, as I said before, I'm at Megatron Johnson levels of um we erection now but we're we're not even 41. getting one yeah we're not even close to the playoffs yet I, I mean this thing is only going to get harder and longer <laughs> so uh let's pace ourselves you know uncle brother you do what you need to do play with you know are you going to watch or are you not going to watch um you know we got to play well these last few games but we also just we want to make sure we're healthy going into the playoffs both I didn't tell you guys and, and that I
1: that I'm at a Herman uh, more please rection right now. <laughs> that's that's where I'm at. Mm, uh, that's a good place. Which is to better be. than a that's better than a Doug. Let me put some English on it rection, which is uh, or
3: Germain Crowell. <laughs> which it's is better, better than a, let's
0: put e. it this way. It's better, e. than a, it's better than a lesser Danielson.
1: It is lesser Danielson, is go see a specialist.
0: Minor Danielson, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's better than a whipple hipple, <laughs> which is uh, very, very low down. Um, are we uh, so here's the big question that everybody's been waiting for are we going to attempt a four part harmony? Oh my god
4: yeah i don't uh, we're going have, to have we
0: even been able to do an any part harmony recently we
4: haven't even been able to do a one part harmony yeah. in the last six weeks and, and maybe just, that's also anisa's sustained tone
0: zoom is like no fuck that yeah. i'm shutting it down
1: zoom hates music yeah yeah Fantetti, can do you have a it. keyboard do you have a keyboard uh, at
4: the ready
3: i'm in the studio just you, you tell me you, you give me the note and i'll just play it
0: you're in the hit factory The Beat (laughs) Factory. It's
1: it's muscle Shows Northwest brand. Give me a second. Uh, Keep
3: talking while I get myself situated. Oh, yeah. Just
4: give us some dark, deep, mysterious. Explore the
0: studio space. Explore it. (laughs) Some sort
4: of a... Wow.
3: (laughs) I got a tripod. I can't seem to find it.
4: Five oh, hours yeah. later, Teddy's still <laughs> mixing up, just finding that one singular synth tone. It's a
1: G7 sustained. No, 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 no. <laughs> we
0: like rewired the, rewired uh, the
4: keyboard. I need, more oh, phase, oh. I need more phase around it.
0: Uh, you have, you a, a, it, have a, a keyboard pedal. Is that what it is on the top? Like a keyboard uh,
3: well board. i mean uh guitar pedals are are mini synthesizers so i uh i run my uh my rolling through uh reverb and a phaser Interesting.
1: and is yeah. that am, am, are my eyes deceiving me or is that a honolulu blue pedal Ooh, you have there it is yeah. it's a signed stan white
4: <laughs> keyboard pedal that's limited edition stuff Oh Your, my God. Joey Harrington was was a good piano player, by the way. Fun fact, yeah, apparently. He was. He he was. Oh, it Bans, would help you're in for I... a
1: real treat here. You're in for a real treat here. We're gonna do a little we're gonna do a little uh Billy Preston inflected don't sleep on Jared. Yeah. From
4: the from little the get back sessions. Yes. Four part jazz Odyssey roar.
0: <laughs> All yeah. sent.
4: This is uh
1: this is a return Just to the cash version
0: of Don't Sleep on Jared.
1: This Don't is sleep a, uh... on
0: Jared.
1: The remix. He is on. Yeah. This is uh Morrissey does the Holic hit book, songbook. <laughs> oh line, oh line. Oh line, <laughs> where have you gone? <laughs> What's going on there, Fantetti? Hey, yeah, what's up? What's happening? Is,
0: is is there sound emerging?
1: Oh, line, minute, minute, two, two. Is it even coming through?
3: Can you guys even hear me?
1: No. no. Not at all. Yeah. Not, I, we can hear you. We can't hear the sound. We can sing. hear you. We can't, yeah. hear your, we can't hear the delicious key sounds.
3: Well, I'll have to work on it. Maybe next time I'll, I'll mic it up so you guys can hear me. Yeah, yeah. On the
0: left side of the line.
3: We expect no Why less. Why don't
0: you take your time?
3: If there is right. a next time, I always think Mister Reg. Now you know. Did I contribute at <laughs> all to the conversation? Were my in, uh, insights? Were my takes fresh? So, if there is a next time, I'll make sure to
0: Mike the show. I'm in, in a coma. I mean,
3: there will be a
4: full podcast just devoted to evaluating Fantetti's performance later in the week. So stay tuned. Back <laughs> when
3: see all this game for New York board
1: game, by
4: the way. Oh, cool. Jack Nice. Now, I'm really surprised that you have random
1: paraphernalia, (laughs) such as an R2-D2 and a scooter from The Muppet Show is back there. That's nice. That's nice. R2-D2. Wow. He's a good droid. Yeah. You were holding that in your lap. I've done a
3: pretty
4: good job of curating uh, the Man Cave. Question about the original Star Wars. Why didn't they... Allow? Why wouldn't they serve droids in the bar at most the cantina at most Eisley? Oh, right. uh, because like, of the. I would. Oh yeah, that's a good question. But like, there why would? You...
3: Yeah,
0: even... yeah, it is
4: a fucking good question.
0: But I think even even a better question is, what do you mean serve droids? They're they're robots. Wow. They don't. What would you even serve them? I don't know, but Your they drink. don't even allow them in.
4: I eight times, my son and I were talking about this, and we theorized that. One of like the barkeepers had formerly been an, uh, an interpreter and and spoke Bashi. He spent like his whole life learning Bashi, and then C three PO came along and knew five billion languages and put him out of work. He's just fucking pissed at droids,
0: and he ended up working at that bar. That's like the only yeah, job. and
4: he's just yeah. like no droids allowed. I'm not so. I I'm, I'm not terribly familiar with the canon.
3: I just know the films, but there has to be some deception where it's like droids can't be trusted and for those and for those reasons we don't
0: not really uh, actually. It doesn't really come up them. in star wars because the droids are like they're they're very it's not like you can mistake them for humans they just now nah, they don't really guys
3: or because oh hear me out only because maybe they're they're, they're uh, viewed as second class citizen and and uh droids are usually like our maintenance and service and and maybe it's like no you you're, you're the working class we don't serve you motherfuckers at this bar. does that I'm make sense
4: I'm Marxist yeah. i'll allow it you know it's not it could why. be no it could be i i'm look look i mean <laughs> leave it to the interwebs to be full <laughs> of just myriad explanations for why the droids aren't allowed but i think we'll yeah. get into that next time well it's I droid we phobia
0: should... it's it's anti-droid phobia i mean that is totally, one of the it really that shows that sentiments. even yeah. hatred and racism existed even in moss eisley and the droids were currently discriminated
4: against well they were i mean droids definitely probably stole jobs like put people out of work let's let's just yeah. be honest.
0: translator for yeah that would make sense
4: well and I
1: mean, the and the president like, and the president of of tatuan state university was forced to step down when she refused yes. to answer how 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 they feel about the discrimination against against droids the droid that genocide a, whole, a brouhaha mm. then, well, you like, know
0: and like when the r 2 d came out when the r2d2s came out it put like most handymen out of business you know, like, like if you needed to fix something, you just use your R2D2 and it had it's like tools that would come out of it and do all kinds of different things. It could even yeah. fix your ship in mid flight after you'd been hit, you know, mm-hmm. that used to be the job of the mechanics and the handyman and all those people. Uh, yeah, they were put out of they were put
1: out of business. So bringing it back to the pod from the entire Star Wars cast, who's most likely to be a uh, just an Aurora holic of Ooh. the whole cast of 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 everybody in the Star Wars, old and new, and you can't answer Jar Jar. B's.
0: Most likely to be Aurora holic.
3: <laughs> I would say. Remember in the the Phantom Menace, uh, with Anakin the young Anakin. Already
2: Junkie
3: You know, yo. you know <laughs> which one I'm talking about. Hold on. Uh,
1: yeah. Wada Watto, the junk dealer.
4: Oh,
1: yeah, um, no. what the junk dealer? Wow, that is an obscure reference. I kind of yeah. like it. I think Obi Wan Kenobi was a big Rora I think he understood he was in for the long haul. He knew this right. was going to be a wait. Oh, you, you know, as a
3: Packer fan, is Jar Jar Binks that fucking annoying I, prick? <laughs> Jar Jar is definitely a Packers fan.
0: I think <laughs> I think the Rora is Uncle Owen. You know, he he lives in the desert. He runs right. like a moisture farm and yeah.
3: <laughs> he's a water he's, farmer in the desert. Yeah, yeah moisture right. Farmer. It just, there he's is no used water. to
0: disappointment yeah. and kind of poverty and he lives a kind of a rough, like agrarian lifestyle, essentially again, farming in a literal desert, like a desert planet. Um, he just seems like the kind of guy who, you know, it's his one pleasure just kicking back and watching the games and God damn it. At least they could do is be halfway decent, but they never are. But and he even then give up on the team.
3: And even the nasty
1: shit he eats, doesn't it have like a Honolulu blue kind of like tone? To that could be either that or well, like Greg green or something. I have the answer to the question, and here it is. Donkey balls, you must suck. <laughs> it's, it's Yoda.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. I mean, I feel like Yoda's too powerful and central to the story. I would honestly say. The Aurora Holic would be like Stormtrooper number 17 who just gets blown <laughs> yeah. away in the hallway and no one remembers him. Yeah. Yeah. Just Anonymous fucking, it's, yeah. I'll
1: tell you who it's not. Or, or the would...
4: um the snake that lives in the uh, garbage just uh, the garbage dumpster. Uh, <laughs> the you know board? who it's
1: not. You know who's not who's a fucking straight up Kansas City Chiefs fan is Lando Calrissian. That guy's got getting near the Lions. He's, yeah, so he's way, too cool. way too cool. He's a yeah, winner. Yeah.
0: Lando's a w- hey Lando's a winner, baby. <laughs> do you
3: think do you, do you think like the Aurora Holic is maybe like not even R2 D2, but that the fake R2 D2? Like the orange the one? Do you think that's possible? This is imposter R2 D. thought
0: Uncle Brother, I, I thought where you were gonna go with that is of all the Star Wars characters, who would you want to like start in the line secondary? Oh, and my of course I immediately went for Chewbacca. How
4: mm-hmm. awesome would well, that? Well, che- I want Chewbacca I to just be off. blocking field goals. Yeah, fast is Chewbacca though. And what is her? Whatever, like his hip flexibility. Like I just don't know. We Tra- have to yeah.
0: see. Yeah. Well, he could be. i He'd find, be better on the O line. line.
4: Yeah, I'd probably put him on the D line. <laughs> yeah.
3: Who's your offensive coordinator? Is, is it admirable? Jabba. Is it admirable, Jabba. Akbar? Is Akbar the offensive coordinator? The oh, one he who could be. He did
0: crap? He did organize the assault, although they lost most of their ships. Yeah, like, I might try to get
4: Palpatine on. or uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, one of the other dudes.
0: You know who I want? I want Um, who's in the first movie, the guy who's like a real dick to Princess Leia and is like, you know, like orders the the shooting of the planet. What's that guy's name? He has a cool You may oh,
4: file Tarkin. Yeah, you may file Grand when Tarkin.
0: I yeah, think I have have he would be a cool head coach, like a kind of a Tom Landry type figure. Yeah, like very yeah. formal, kind of a little bit of little dickish, like a little. I, I, kind, like, of, like, I kind of
1: he's kind of like a Bud Grant guy to me, like that the old Vikings. Okay. Coach from the seventies and eighties, very yeah. austere, kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah. guys, so why don't we roar it out and and we can let okay. you know the mailbag can be Lions Star Wars related questions that we can answer. Next week. Okay, so we're, um, we are
0: going to try a four-part uh, roar, and this is all never I been can say before. is even if Zoom may or may not record it, but we are trying it.
1: I okay. feel like the four-part roar. It's like remember those shows when we were kids, when they were like they would be these one-time specials that would be like a half an hour, an hour long, and it would all be for one event that, if it happens, will last eleven seconds. And they like keep coming back and they're going to the commercials and it's like, will they be able to do the four part raw their interviews with (laughs) us? They do a history of like the last time it was attempted and somebody wound up in the hospital. They, you know, they do some human interest stuff back at home. And then at the end, they either do it or they don't. And it's like evil can
0: evil jumping snake. Canyon, (laughs) Exactly.
1: And you're like,
4: why did I watch
1: that? That was what happened before. There
0: was. I'll watch it every time.
4: 30 for 30.
0: Thirty for
3: thirty, the four part. Or before. the people who got pissed on the Discovery Channel because there wasn't a Megalodon. I'm like, these motherfuckers <laughs> think that this prehistoric shark still exists. That was weird. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Fantetti. Fantetti, yeah.
1: you're you're our guest. Where would you like to be located in this four part roar harmony? Um, I um, I something in a lower register. Okay. Wow. I also just thought up that a new dating app that's just for Holics called Roar Harmony. Roar Harmony. <laughs> that's good. It's, that's good. It's just it's just for how you know or all just the questions. For
0: orgasm. It's directly tied to the podcast. It works also for the dating app.
1: And like all it. the questions assume you're a holic so they're like, it's not like what are your things, turn ons and turn offs and this and that. It's like, who's your favorite quarterback? <laughs> What's your favorite Thanksgiving game? Who's
0: your favorite pre-safety? Let's do it. If you had play to go on the road to a play. division
1: rival, which game would you want to attend? I don't think we're compatible cuz I said Soldier Field and you said Lambo. I don't think this is going to work out. You're dead to me.
0: <laughs> all right. So, okay, I'm going to I'm going to art direct this. I'm um, all I'll be the Quincy Jones of this session. Okay. All right, baby. Uncle brother, you'll start us out. At the, in okay the, i'm gonna
1: have to go a little low but obviously not as low as last week's original yeah. low oh my god which there was fissures in the hoover dam after <laughs> that
4: yeah don't so, go uh, i
1: still roar
0: that would be like a good note okay um, here we go wait wait uh, who's oh, next hold on. Yeah. hold on michael jackson um fantetti you'll go next Okay,
3: uh, but uh, but I'm not going first. But I will go next. You'll yes. go
0: after Uncle second. Brother, so you'll take yes. the third on top of that. And Dino, slide in. And You're gonna get the fifth. I'll, I'll put the cherry on top.
1: Are you the okay, seventh? Baby. Are we doing first, third, fifth, seventh? Oh my god! I don't fucking know.
0: Those are just give, me, nice
1: give me that? Give me that note again. That was a nice note you gave me. Roar. Okay. Roar.
2: Roll, roll,
1: roll. Roll. I started laughing really.
0: And Teddy, really I'm in pretty that.
4: sure I can't and do and it. Teddy, I think I think doll. you were
0: just mirroring Uncle Brother. <laughs>
4: it's all right. Who me?
1: That's cool. I think so. Yeah,
4: but he was. He went up an octave though. It was cool. I, I did. It was, I, I did. Real Yeah. It yeah it I think that.
1: I think that worked. For you, the
0: the, part, you were right. the human octave pedal. That's, that's a <laughs> good. that's. <laughs>
4: Yeah. It was it worked. Yeah. You know what? That's the best thing about the Roar is it works even when it never works.
0: <laughs> even when it doesn't work.
4: Yeah, Maybe. the Roar. Wow. Well, Fantetti,
1: I want to thank you for joining for you and your mustache for joining us tonight. Um what's uh tell us about the weekly specials at Fantetti Bar and Grill for anybody living uh, in the Portland area. So we got a great deal going right now on hooter shooters.
3: <laughs> nice. and, uh, I like it. On league, uh, <laughs> Hooter shooters on league night. Uh we do love our bowlers. Um uh so uh if if you like shrimp and cocktail sauce, the waitresses serve it right off their nipples. And it's hooter shooters. Beautiful. Beautiful. Br- bring, uh, the got- bring the whole <laughs> family. Bring the whole family. well it's league, it's it's league night. We encourage people to leave their family at home. Okay. Got for it. our shenanigans at Fintetti's Bar and Grill. Uh, of course, we've got our world-class uh, 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 pesto wontons. Of
0: course.
3: Um, built in an uh, Which is a big, is a big hit around the holidays. we got Christmas. We've got New Year's. Get your order in now. It's not too late. We do cater all events, big and small, in your next corporate retreat.
1: And if you got some um, dry ice, he'll ship those across the country. They make a great stocking stuffer.
3: Yeah, we're up. Yeah, exactly. Good point, run, Good belly. So we do accept uh, uh orders from all over the lower 48 um and depending on what our destination is overseas, we will consider. Uh yep. but there could be delays and the food could spoil. So always keep that uh take that in consideration. You ship
0: to Azerbaijan?
1: We don't. Well, but they have a branch location in Kazakhstan, it's right yes. next door. Yeah,
4: okay. It's just a We're skipping
1: a jump. <laughs> Fantetti's now part of the cardinal sin of, of the orgasm, which is talking after the roar. Yeah. But we, we do it every week. We, we do it all the time. We can't stop. No. Talk after the not roar. A lot of good guys. stuff has
4: happened after the roar. This
1: was a pleasure. This was a true pleasure. Um uh you guys will have to guess next this Sunday if I'm watching or not, based on the Lions performance.
0: If you fucking watch. I will hunt you down. We'll come to you. And, or, you know. or
3: if they lose, if they lose, and you did watch, just, just lie to me. Just don't
1: tell me what happened. Because again, the, I don't want to. I've known you my does, whole life. I don't want to hold it against you. We does the movie go real you. dark at the end, and the guy gouges his eyes out like Oedipus style?
4: I think it other turns out send here's a the silver, after him.
1: Here's the silver lining. He gets to listen to Lomas call the game hmm
2: yes
0: <laughs> but That's true. it turns out though Uncle
1: brother i know you can't see but you can hear me talk
0: you, you can, can, can get a great call of the game with me and dan i mean but it turns out that you think he's been listening to lomas but it's actually all been in his head oh yeah wow Without actually hearing lomas he's he's just imagining that he is and he's back in a coma
1: and he's are we getting The Lions are winning the Super Bowl, and then it pans to everybody else, and the Lions are 5 and 12. What if he's actually,
0: what if it turns out he never actually came out of the coma? It was just all in his head, the whole thing.
1: Like it was a, dream.
0: In a dream.
1: Yeah. Click your teeth three times. There any there's no place like the Dome. There's no place I mean, like the Dome.
3: Is there any chance with that, that game being nationally televised? I mean, there are playoff implications, but I Vikings,
4: no way. Uh, I doubt it. No, yeah. it is no, I think it is because it's on the twenty fourth. Uh is that That's a Twenty
3: fourth is a Sunday. Twenty fourth is Sunday. It, it is? is a twenty fourth is a Sunday. Oh it's a
4: Sunday. So wait, is that when all oh that's when all the games are? That's when everybody's playing.
1: That's when
0: all right, well, we, we all right, we, guys. So this is like a we, treat. we roared like many a while ago. We're we just roared so- an
1: ep- We roared an episode ago. <laughs> That's how long we've been talking. All right, I'm gonna um, stop recording now. Bye. That works. This is Spider Man And I have a message for everyone in the NFL. Standing on the seat with his helmet way not low. Ain't no sound but the sound to cleave. the The lines began to roar. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Are you sitting